0: This ain't one of them times you could slide by what you say that you're gonna do. Put your money up, run that fade time to show and prove. You know the vibes, huh Ain't got no ways up in my guys. I clown in the day, gone in la mañana. I've been on fire lately. Train my spirit, mind and body daily. Victory is sweet, that's the science, baby. It's only light we represent from chamber to tally. And keep the pressure on these eyes They call you lacking. Till you flopping on the canvas and bombing you. Weaving unleashing the, the fury on your face while the audience screaming. Hope they got great seats or the pay-per-view. Let's get the breakdown from J.D.J.Q. You know the vibes. ding ding what up boxing world this is boxing vibes tv coming right back at you giving you the best boxing analysis on youtube spotify stitcher you name it like i always say we out here man so i'm gonna go ahead and introduce wait a minute we down a man
1: but hey, you know,
0: ain't going to phase us, man He, and man we, he, out, there he, grinding. he out there grinding he, he out there grinding, man He here in spirit, man So we're going to hold it down for the for the third member of the team, man Q is not in the building But we still got yours truly in JD JD, let's uh-huh. go ahead, man Go ahead and introduce yourself, man Just real quick for the people who might be listening for the first time
1: Uh-huh, you already know It's 8-1-Trey This is uh, JD, one third of the tribe Shout out to Q, man, out there grinding We're going to hold it down for him today Yes, sir and I'm Jay Box. I'm usually the moderator of
0: Madness, but now I got to participate. So, the gloves off, we about to get into it. But before we do that, we still got to get the pie quote of the day. Go ahead, Eddie. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I know. We still got to get the pie quote of the day. And this one is coming from a promoter. And it's coming from none other than uh, Mr. Eddie Hearn. And this was a quote coming from him immediately after. The Michaela Mayer Mayer versus uh, Maeva Amadouche fight, where the scoring was absolutely atrocious. And, you know, they started to ask him, Hey, would you bring your fighters back over here to the US after, you know, Maeva Amadouche was so horribly kind of done wrong on the scorecards? And Eddie Hearn simply said, No, look, bad scoring happens over across the pond, too. He said, Bad scoring. Is everywhere. And that is a quote, a real truthful quote by Eddie Hearn, man. And I really had to salute Eddie for how he approached that because, man, we have seen some atrocious cards, man, all over uh, with some of these fights. It's been some pretty bad scorecards that we've witnessed. Man. Uh, I salute Eddie for calling out the fact that bad scorecards are happening globally, not just in the U.S., man, everywhere. I- I
0: believe he called it a pandemic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, Not to make light of, you know, what's been going
0: on, right. but, you know, it is a big problem in, in, in boxing. And so one last housekeeping thing, man. Tell the people what to do.
1: Uh-huh, you all already know. And if you're down with the vibes, hit the notification bell and subscribe. Ding. <sighs> you know,
0: I don't mind being wrong, especially when. Um you, you, you know, you get it's a win-win kind of sort of, you know, it's a win-win bet. I like making those bets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But are you talking you about lose, that smooth? sometimes you gotta you, lose something? You, you, know, you I almost never yeah, 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 know it's smooth, man. I'm getting my a kid-size smoothie.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I need that uh that extra large,
0: you need an extra large, man. See, yeah, that's that's how people do you, man. But I was pleasantly surprised. I thought Caleb Plant and Canelo wasn't going to be a really competitive fight. Not because Caleb Plant didn't have skill. Um, I just really thought Canelo was a bad matchup style. And I have to give all the props to Caleb Plant. Like, you know, um, he put on a great masterclass boxing uh, uh, defensive uh, performance uh, oh, really, from man. rounds one through nine, in my opinion, best you've seen them. You, you mm-hmm. could see clonello getting closer and closer, but he really, really put on a great performance. Um, I haven't seen somebody roll and pick punches like that effectively since Mayweather. You know what I'm saying? Facts. I, I, I <laughs> doubted his footwork. I didn't doubt Caleb Plant's upper body movement. I didn't doubt his. Uh, counter punching I just didn't think he had the feet to really get away from Canelo um uh, and you know he eventually got caught but I think if he would have been a little he I think he got comfortable at Canelo because he was picking off punches so much and I he got comfortable and got caught and you know magically you know all I'll say is Canelo's powers traveled from 147 to 168. So
1: what you got on it, JD? <laughs> hey, yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly, man. I think it was it was an amazing performance by I would say uh both fighters. I, I was impressed by what Caleb uh what Caleb Plant did though. I, I have to amazing. admit, I think he most definitely um, outdid people's expectations when he stepped from what they thought was going to happen. When he stepped in that ring, Mm -hmm. many people, when they made this fight expected for it to be a wipeout within maybe the first five or six rounds. But we saw a Caleb plant. Like you said, I immediately was shocked when I saw how effective his defense was with this Mayweather shoulder roll. I mean, he literally, there was a couple of times that he literally caught, um, canelo's uh left hook on his glove and shot that straight right right back down the pipe at canelo Ooh, It was beautiful. i i have to admit man i was totally totally surprised by what uh caleb plant displayed now i will say with canelo it kind of did go kind of like i suspected with canelo I, I figured ultimately you know with canelo his power shots are so devastating that I figured at some point later in the fight, and unfortunately, it did transpire. He clipped Caleb Plant with that devastating shot, and Caleb Plant just simply couldn't recover. I have to admit, man, I am one of those people. I, when it got to what the tenth, ele- the tenth round, I was hoping against hope that Caleb Plant would not get clipped with a shot and would be able to at least say that he got through 12 rounds with Canelo Alvarez because I think everybody felt like Canelo was going to win on the cards anyway. So I was hoping that, you know, that Caleb plan would at least have that kind of feather in his cap that, hey, man, I was one of the fighters, you know, along with Triple G, Lara and a few others who I went 12 rounds and, you know, I was able to kind of move around enough to survive. But unfortunately, he got him. It was a much better fight than I could have anticipated, man. But I, I, I'll say, man, Moses, yeah, it, it, it was an awesome fight, man. Shout out to Canelo and Caleb Plant. I definitely want to see Caleb Plant back in the ring. Right, right. Because right. now, you know, tell me how you feel. But I'm going to be honest, man. Outside of Canelo Alvarez at 168, I feel like from what I saw Caleb Plant display, I give him the edge over most everybody else at 168. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because the, the the question is who has that Canelo power, um, because that's what really carried Canelo to right. victory. Right. Now, don't get me wrong, Canelo has great head movement, um, but I think we've seen in his last two fights with two very talented uh, super middleweights, Billy Joe Saunders, and even more so now Caleb Plant. I think we saw that you can outbox Canelo. Um, the what what it comes down to is you're probably not going to be stronger than it. Right, um right and tank tweeted out something uh interesting which um he made a comparison and i was like kind of right he's 20 uh, he compared himself himself to uh to yeah Cannella? he said <laughs> canelo was me at 168 and i thought about it and i was uh, even thinking about the mario barrios fight I'm like, right he has a point what? you know right. his powers carrying him um to victory and don't get me wrong man like Canelo is supremely talented. Like, I mean, you he he's able to really put together fights and combinations. And he's been, you could recognize his talent. I remember the first time I saw him fight, it might have been like 2000, I don't know, maybe 10. Yeah, it might have been earlier than that. He was fighting um, Miguel Cotto's brother on a undercard. I think it was the Marquez. No, it was the Hatton. Uh, Pacquiao fight. And I was like, man, this kid has great hands. And those hands have never left him. But one thing I have noticed is as he's gone up from 147 to 175, he doesn't throw as many combinations, right? He's relying a lot on his power. And I just, and I pose this question not to just stir the pot, but just to really like, I've never, I've been watching boxing since I've been a kid. I don't think I've ever seen somebody that light of weight jump that many weight classes and their power increase. I, I, I just never seen that. I mean, and and shout out to Canelo if, you know, cause he's figured out a way to do it. Like he's figured out a way from coming more 47 to increase his knockout ratio in every weight class. And it really took a jump. Once he got into 168, it seems to be a weight he's comfortable at. Um, even at 175, Cole was losing the fight against Kovalev. And I think right. in that point, I, I, you know, the thing, Davis, you know, right. he was kind of onto something. Okay. So, I mean, I mean, devastating punch dropped Kovalev. So I, you know, what are your thoughts on it? Cause Canelo yeah. is always, I will say this, and this is one thing why he's the pay-per-view King. Um, and He's going to be the most recognized fighter probably of the last you know 5 years uh, besides of course Mayweather and Pacquiao um and probably for the next 5 years on because Canelo never disappoints. But right right. Give me a thought on on like him jumping the weight classes, yeah. his power carrying up, like it's amazing. I I you know so there's speculations, you know you don't want to cast anything on anybody without any More proof, I should say. Uh But nah, man, he's truly an amazing fighter, and you got to hats off to him, man. He's unified, and you know what? I just floor is yours, man. I'm I'm speechless. He's he's handling his bills,
1: you know. I that's an interesting thing that that uh take with tweet, uh, because I I kind of it makes a lot of sense because I think if all boxing observers are honest, we have watched fights where we have. We have seen Canelo Alvarez get outboxed at moments. But there's never been a doubt yet like you said that his power is going to come through and save the day. Um you could almost say too that at this point even in the fight against Caleb Plant, I really didn't even see much of Canelo Alvarez working off of the jab. I really don't think I saw many jabs thrown by Canelo Alvarez. It was simple head movement and at the end of the day he knew that he was going to close in And that he was going to land those bombs that was ultimately going to make Caleb Plant wilt. So, but I got to say this, man. And this is to um, a lot of the boxing fans out there, a lot of the people in boxing. And I got to call it fair the way I see it personally. I'm not saying that I'm right, but I got to call it fair the way I see it. And let me just lay this out for a number of people if we call it fair. So, everybody right now is saying that, Cane- that Canelo Alvarez is the top pound-for-pound fighter, right? Right now, I say he's the top pound-for-pound fighter by default, but he mm. shouldn't be. Mm. And I'm going to say why he shouldn't be. Okay, please. I want to hear this one. Right. I'm going to tell you why he shouldn't be. First off, if every observer is fair and unbiased... While a lot of people say that his only loss was to Floyd Money Mayweather, if you are truly fair and unbiased, he lost to Iris Lara, mm-hmm. who okay. he never who he never rematched. Then I'll take it a step further. If you if people are fair and unbiased, Canelo Alvarez versus Gennady Golovkin won. Mm. He lost that fight. He need to hold that L. That, that they called a draw, right? Then I'll take it a step further. I'll take it a step further, okay? Most boxing fans, and if you're listening to this, I dare you in the comments to tell me what fighter could really pull this off. In 2018, after he arguably should have lost to Gennady Golovkin, after being tested for his previous 12 fights, right, for drugs, right, somehow, Randomly, after the, the most difficult test of his career against Gennady Golovkin.
0: Probably the most physically sh- the strong opponent he's faced, yeah.
1: Exactly. Against the most physically strong opponent he's ever faced. The most difficult, probably, too. Maybe you could say Laura and some of them who maybe outboxed might have been difficult, too. But like you said, definitely the most physically strong opponent. He magically now suddenly gets popped for steroids, right? And it it, it blows my mind. Uh, And I have to salute Canelo and his team and a lot of fans who've done a great job of sweeping this under the rug. But I got to keep it 100 people. There is no fighter (laughs) out there. Speak on it. There is no fighter out there that only two or three years ago could get popped for steroids. And only a couple years later, the whole boxing world will call them the number one pound for pound fighter. Let's take a let's take a, let's imagine for a second, boxing fans. Let's imagine that the great Manny Pacquiao.
0: Oh, come on now. Yeah,
1: would have ever tested positive mm-hmm. for any type of steroid. Mm-hmm. Everybody would have blasted Manny and said that that was the reason why Manny Pac Man Pacquiao carried up so much power and was a blistering people at welterweight. Nobody would have sat there and said. That Manny Pacquiao deserved to be top pound for pound if he had ever gotten popped for steroids. It, there would
0: there would have been a question mark. Yeah, people putting question marks, and he's never popped positive for anything.
1: Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I, I take you. I'll take it to even some of the more current fighters. Right. You all tell me if anybody was, would respect a Terence Bud Crawford, right? A Errol Spence Jr. Right. A a plethora of fighters, a Lomachenko, a Fimo Lopez. We can go down the list of a lot of different fighters. And if only a year or two, a couple of years ago, they got popped for steroids. Nobody this quickly would suddenly act like they have amnesia and be calling that fighter the top pound for pound in boxing. Now, I know it's going to be unpopular because I know you have you Know former fighters in the division like Andre Ward and a number of ex fighters, you know, probably Floyd Mayweather. A number of fighters who are sitting back and they're looking at this, and they're like, Hmm, they're like, Huh, they're like, It's unpopular. We're not gonna come out and say it because if we come out and say it, right, right, the fans are gonna jump down our neck like we hate, yeah, like we're hating, you know, like they're gonna come down our neck like we're hating, but you, but. But a lot of these ex-fighters have to be looking at this and thinking to themselves, low-key, if that had been me blasting people and I got popped for steroids, there's no way they would have kept me up at top pound for pound. Right, right. Listen, here's the thing. When when
0: Margarito... Guy, (laughs) they found he had the Acme Acres uh, CBIT gloves on. Right. His reputation was ruined. Ruined. And and it was actually never truly. Well, well, he got caught against Sugar Shane Mosley. They caught it, but then they also attributed that to the Miguel uh, Cotto fight. And they were like, oh, yeah, you see, he had, you know, the gauze, gauze doesn't crack and all that stuff. So they've just labeled, he was labeled a cheater uh, for the rest of his career. He was really. Because there was really, he was really building a name for himself. And a lot. Uh, there was a time where a lot of people wanted to see him versus Mayweather. They're like, oh, Mayweather's ducking, this and that, and the third. And then he gets exposed to, you know, maybe he's, you know, a cheater. You know, right, not like, right. hey, this is a one-time deal. Because my thing is, you know, I don't remember. I, maybe, maybe Sugar Shane Mosey was the last guy. I don't know the last fighter who's just, just when they got popped and said, came out and said, yeah, I cheated. <laughs> right, exactly. No, nobody. Yeah. So, so I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from Canelo in the sense that he's not a great boxer, but, and, and this is for the people listening, YouTube, you know, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it. Like I always say, um, if anybody in it can can name me a time in boxing history that they've seen a fighter jump up, you know, 28 pounds, you know, from a welterweight to all the way light heavy, and their power increases, right? Your your, your power carries all the way up um, and you actually become a more dangerous puncher, you know, three, four, and five weight classes heavier. And for me, and for me, I I would I would love to know. Um, I know right. a lot of cruiserweights go to heavyweight and then you, you see them and they're not the biggest punchers. Like even Evander Holyfield was a tough, rugged guy, but he wasn't the biggest puncher in the world, you know? And so it, there there are weight classes for a reason. And the thing that I always gives me positive cause besides the, 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 the drug test that was positive, the thing that just... Causes me to kind of take a step back is if you go back and read Canelo's comments, um, before he fought Canelo, uh, um, Triple G, he said himself, I'm not a true middleweight. Facts, right. those were right. his words, I'm right. not a true middleweight. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm trying to understand how, and maybe hey, listen, man, Eddie Renault, so man, maybe he has because he's now. Attracted the 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 talents Everybody, of uh, uh, Virgil Ortiz Jr., right. who's Everybody. a young prominent star. So maybe Virgil Ortiz, man. I mean, not Virgil Ortiz, but uh, Eddie Reynoso has something in his camp that you know, hey, it's a secret, and everybody's coming there to you know to learn certain techniques or whatnot. But for me, it's just a situation where I don't understand. Why nobody's looking at like, hey man, this guy's getting a lot, lot, a lot stronger. And boxing doesn't typically work like that, where you put on more muscle and you're just this big, you know, power puncher. Right. Now, don't get me wrong; he was strong at 147, he was strong at 154, but it's 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 on another level now, where the expectation has shifted from Canelo from it being oh, it's going to be a good fight to oh, he's always going to knock this guy out. Right. And he's bank he's banking on now. Oh, no matter who it is, I can knock you out. And I just it gives it makes me pause a little bit when I hear the words of a guy who when they he was the, the topic of triple G was broached before he made his jump to middleweight, was oh, I'm not a true middleweight. And which is why he was fighting all those catch weights, Amir Khan right. and that sort of thing. And so granted, he could have grown to his body and, and things like that, but I just any of you fans out there educate me. On any fighter that has right. jumped that many weight classes and their power has only increased. And, you know, I, I, I just want to know because we've seen Roy Jones, right? Probably one of the greatest talents we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. His knockouts slowed down. We see Manny Pacquiao, his knockout slowed down. Right. As Floyd Mayweather went up in weight classes, his knockdowns, knockouts sl- slowed down. Like it happens for every fighter. As you move up, stiffer competition, heavier weights, your power typically doesn't translate like that. Maybe Canelo's special. I mean, not maybe, he is special, but I just, I don't know. I would just like an explanation. Like, how did you become this such intimidating puncher now when you, when before you were like, I'm not even true middleweight? So I'll let you go ahead and take it home, man. And you can clean up the topic and take us on in.
1: And, and and again, this is not taking anything away from the skill of Canelo Alvarez. Yeah, yeah, right? definitely not. Yeah. I, I'm just challenging uh, people and calling it fair because I'm speaking out for the plethora of other fighters who they're probably not going to say anything because right now, let's keep it real. Canelo is the money man. Yeah, it's somebody,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah he so, is, he right, is, right. Right. We're about to get so much hate. Whoever right. comes by this, in the comment section, oh, <laughs> man. It, they, F- right. we, we're about to get like 30 thumbs down because we're uh, we talking against the king right now. Bro. Right, it, truth right. is truth.
1: And, and the thing is, the truth is truth. And I was just there, anybody, that at the end of the day, just lay out what fighter you think this quick would end up being everybody would sweep under the rug that they tested positive for Climbuterol. And for a steroid, and I don't think it will happen now to my last point of how right now, if we're going to talk about him being pound for pound, I say he has it by default. For me, he has it by default only because a Terrence Bud Crawford needs a couple of more valid names on his resume. Personally, I am a person that I feel like if Terrence Bud Crawford knocks off Sean Porter and then maybe gets Errol Spencer Keith Thurman in the spring. Me personally, I'm going to keep it real. Terrence Bud Crawford, then in my book, I will put him at the top. Because for me, I'm sorry, fans out there. But right now, this close to him getting popped for steroids, I'm sorry. I got to keep it fair. I'm not putting a man who got popped for steroids <laughs> at number one pound for pound. I think that, it's absolutely egregious. And I think no other fighter could get away with it, man. But that's, that's how I think he's by default right now because bud crawford you can make the argument that he lacks those names a couple more names on his resume and you can't really put him there
0: yeah and 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 to be fair tyson is kind of dodge Chris's, but if you look on the twitter sphere youtube there's a lot of accusations and people are bringing up you know the wild boar incident so he's he's he hasn't been shielded from the shrapnel of of some past indiscretions or tainted beef um but we're talking about the guys, man. We're talking about you know I mentioned Tyson Fury, I mentioned blah blah blah. blah this man, look, Tyson Fury and Wilder were fight of the year. Back till these two young ladies, Michaela Mayer and Maeva Amadouche. <laughs> this is co-fight of the year. Um, I I, I would implore all boxing fans, um. To go watch this fight, these two ladies gave it all. I I to you know, for me, I love all boxing, right? Women's boxing. I'll even watch, you know, Jake Paul. I'm I'm actually excited about Jake Paul versus um Fury. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tommy, Tommy Fury sure. on yeah, the, 18th. It the it is yeah. right here in Tampa. We're gonna check that out, man. Um, but when you just talk about boxing, I this this was Gotti Ward with two women at their peak with two fighters at their peak this was this was amazing these women were trading bombs um it's unfortunate you know the scorecards uh going back to your um you know pie quote of the day but i'll I'll let you take the floor man and 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 really elaborate on that because i I was just blown away i did not we got it's always nice in boxing when you get a surprise you know a nice little treat and and it just ends up being an amazing fight so uh, thoughts and uh reactions
1: you know, I, I, first off, I got to say that I got to applaud both Michaela Mayer and Maeva Amadouche. Because first off, uh, Maeva Amadouche, she put her name on the map. Yes. Point blank blame, period. She put her yes. name on the map. Uh young lady out of France who's been a, a, a IBF, I believe, title holder for, uh, I think, five years, they said. It's it been a while since she had that IBF uh, belt. So she definitely put her name on the map. And on the side of Michaela Mayer, I have to admit, man, a lot of people have watched Michaela Mayer, I think a couple of times on ESPN. And without a doubt, she showed everybody something that they did not know she had in this fight. Like, I personally, from other fights that I saw, (laughs) I feel you, bro, one of them. But from from this fight, I actually looked at it and I was like, dang, I did not even know that Michaela Mayer had dog in her like that. I mean... She was willing to dig down and fight Maeva Amadouche's fight and go toe to toe blow for blow with the young lady. So I think it was an excellent fight and you know, the thing about, you know, women's boxing that I love and I will say this when you start to compare, you know, women's sports, because a lot of people sit there and say, ah, you know, women's sports are different and you know this that and the other and i will say certain sports are different when you try to compare men and women but i'm gonna say this there's two sports though that when you tune in all right you could see just as much greatness in the same thing as if men were doing it and there's two things and that to me is tennis Mm. oh And, and, and to me that is also boxing yeah combat right. sports yeah right Co- combat sports in, in those two sports like because you know we when you, when you talk about basketball or something like that you know people say oh i want to see him dunk i want that slam my jam yeah yeah, you know, yeah. And, know, Ups, that sort yeah, of thing yeah and sometimes with, with with the ladies you can't get that you can get some crossovers and that's their curry action but you might not get the high flying dunk. yeah you're right. not gonna get the poster right you're not gonna get the poster but when it comes to boxing right this is a sport when you put the best against the best like you said man this is co-fight of the year mm. and this right here is better than any other fight outside of Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder that any other men have had going on this year these young yeah. ladies put on an absolute show and went in a phone booth and I, I gotta salute both of them for putting on the show and I really hope to see I'm a douche again Yes. And yes, we know definitely. we're going to see Michaela Mayer again. Only yeah. thing I didn't like, and I'm sure most people would attest and agree to this statement that Amadou did not deserve to come all the way to the United States of America and put her heart and soul in that ring and have those judges say she only won what? One said zero, one said one round, and then what? And they one else said two. Say two? Right. Yeah. So. So, on, unfortunately, man. even though the right person did win the fight, Michaela Mayer, I do believe, won the fight. Uh, I know that was a very sad ride home for Amadouche because she had to go home feeling like the fix was already in.
0: Yeah, there was it, nothing she could have done. Yeah, right. it's it's sure short, to short knock her out and she was damn sure trying. Right. Oh, my goodness. Wow. And, and, and to your point... I, I, I We were talking about this You know before we even Did the show We were actually talking about it As it happened You saw as a scorecard Start rolling out You saw the life Being sucked out of Amadouche Right Cause she's like She knew I- I'm not coming to America And they're not giving me this scorecards There's no way You know I'm getting the 10-0 You know Scorecard right. mm-hmm. And you just saw She was confident She had her hands raised And then as they sc- sc- Scorecards Start coming out She's just Oh yeah they got me she already knew and that's unfortunate when you saw what both ladies left in that ring right you right. owe it you owe it to M- Michaela Mayer to call that fight fair and square because those scorecards aren't indicative of what really happened and what right. really happened you know is really it, it could be the fight of the year because one thing i will say the wilder fury thing it, Trilogy was so exciting Just because of Wilder's heart Right we know there was a skill Deficit but that right hand was His heart and his right hand was carrying Man but when you Talk about skill level Heart determination to equally Match you know Champions This should be fight of the Year I mean they were trading And to be honest with you, the first two rounds I was Like oh we're about to see Michaela Mayer get, uh, Mayer get upset she wasn't having that, man. She, she wasn't even that. breathing she hard. Beat, right? she, she, she just beat. went to that place, and she, you you would see her just kind of lean into it. Let's go, let's go. I'm gonna work this body, and and I'm I'm a douche. maybe we'll just come right back, and so it was. I found myself getting out of my seat, right, right um right. like you do when you those big moments in boxing, and this was a big moment in boxing. This is this is a transcendent performance. Uh, in women's boxing that might not get like so I'll go ahead and say it. you know I've never seen too many fights like this uh, just not going to qualify but to qualify this is the greatest women's match I've ever seen in my life
1: <laughs> hey, hey man, that is not a stretch honestly yeah. I'm going to keep it real for me I agree I, yeah. I think that was the best most competitive wow. A women's match that that I I personally have seen either, man. And I will say you know, just to wrap this up uh, for me I think it's a great thing, man, with women's boxing that you know, even for myself as a fan, I'm loving women's boxing right now. I mean, we cannot really think of a time in history where a person could literally if you're a real true boxing head, a real true boxing fan, where you could honestly name off Five, six, seven women's fighters. I mean, we're talking Michaela Mayer, we're talking Katie Taylor, we're talking yeah. Amanda Serrano, we're talking the Quote, Clarissa Shields. Yeah, the, talking, this is you know, we're talking Natasha Jonas, we're talking Terry Harper, we're talking uh Delphine Persoon, we're talking the, city the, the young breakers. lady from, from uh Chicago, Jessica McCaskill. McCaskill yeah, yeah, I the mean, break, yeah. Like I mean, and what a time for women's boxing! And I really hope they can keep Christina Hammer, this, Christina Hammer, right? Yeah. So, so it's it's a it's a hell of a time for women's boxing, man. So hopefully we can get many more bouts like this, man.
0: And, and, and shout out to those ladies. I Listen, so <laughs> remember we were talking, I was like, oh, you know, she could have been fighting tomato cans. That's why she has right, so many right, knockouts. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of i Oh no, I see why she knocked people out. Oh man.
1: yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> you, 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 you gotta have your shit buckled on tight to stand, withstand that pressure. So shout out to Michaela Mayer, And those judges should be ashamed of themselves because when, when people go back in history and, they look at, you know, that fight that, you know, when you see it, you'll, you'll know what you're watching. Right. But, you know, if you go on boxing record, like all of us do, and you see unanimous decision, you see the scorecards, that doesn't tell the story. And it's, it's, it's improperly recorded history. Like it, it, it makes me angry because Michaela Mayer, she just. Should get should be elevated because of her grit and performance, and Amadou should be recognized for what she is, and that is a hell of a champion. So I, I you know,
1: and, and to your point, man, we we need the petition. To your point, man, because you're a thousand percent right. Because. In history, when we get five years from now, right. 10 years from now, 15 years from now, and you know, we all go on box and we look at people's records, we look at the history. I think we should petition box to put an asterisk by that fight. Yeah, A man. Asterisk by that fight. Because you're right. When people see that, it's not gonna tell the story of how that was one of the better boxing uh fights in women's boxing of all time.
0: Right. And and besides, you know, the physical expenditures like the people put out like the 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 devastating damage long-term things that we don't see that it does to their body besides that these judges are in charge of recording boxing history accurately mm-hmm. right and it's just like for this for, that that's like when Jim Brown's record got broken, or AP, you know, or or Devin, Henry, whoever has the NFL rushing record, Emmitt Smith, who has the all-time rushing record, that's like them not accurately recording yards after the game. Oh, or yeah, it doesn't matter. Right, right. The Cowboys won, or their team won, but hey, he only had, you know, he actually had 175 yards, but you know, I just rounded, you know, down. I think we counted 150. So hey, they, they boxing, it's bigger than just. You know, and the most important thing is is the health of the fighter and what they actually sacrifice should be recognized and treated with the respect that it deserves. But really looking at it, these men and women who judge these fights are recording boxing history, and they're recording it inaccurately. So I, I think boxing really—we uh, limit this all the time. They really got to fix that because it kills the sport and then it buries people unjustly. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, they lost by UD. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, because we right. all do this. All boxing fans do this. You right. look at their resume because it's impossible unless you know you you, you just I don't know. All seen, unless, so, unless you watched it. Unless
1: you watched it personally
0: to yeah. watch everybody yeah. personally. And so you go down and you kind of match res- uh, records and resumes. Like oh, this guy be that guy, yeah. Because you get so you guesstimate. Gues- so, but you know it, it's. But anyway, let, let me get off my my soapbox. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> fight. Speaking of great fights, we have some great fights coming up to finish up the year. That's going to shape the landscape of, uh, boxing in the year, 2022, man. We got help. Help me out here. You name it. We got T over Cambosis. We got Devin, Devin, A- Haney versus Diaz. Jojo D. Yep. Yeah. We got Loma versus Comey Bud I mean, versus, Bud versus uh versus Porter Bud versus Porter. The lightweight division is jumping. I mean, everybody who's anybody is fighting, um, in the second half of the year, except for Ryan Garcia. But anyway, we're gonna talk about that.
1: <laughs> I think
0: Canelo has said enough on that uh, subject. Right. Um, but man, what do you think? Like, is, is is it gonna set up a big 2022? Because it looks like a lot of things are 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 in the works of getting made. Right? You 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 right. see Haney and his comments about one going to 140. You see, you know. Uh, uh, Tank said he was cracking at 140. So, you know, th- there's these matchups where people are like, okay, we seen you fight this guy. He seen you seen me fight that guy. What about y'all? And so uh, after a while, these fights, they're going to have to get into the ring with each other. Um, how do you think these fights set up, these big 2021 fights to finish the year? How do you think they set up uh, the year 2022?
1: Man, I think a lot of these fights are definitely setting up major bouts that should transpire in 2022 uh the first talk about you know the lightweights like you said you got T.O. versus Cambosos then I believe back-to-back nights man like you said we got Haney, Jojo Diaz and then you got Tank versus the Isaac Cruz so you got those three right there like you said Ryan is missing somewhere yeah but yeah. without a doubt I would figure that within what a span of one or two weeks those three top dudes all have bouts So after that transpires, somebody needs to be mixing and mingling to set up a major bout in 2022, which right now, like you said, again, it sounded like Haney and Teofimo Lopez seem like they're really about that smoke with each other, but we'll see when it comes time.
0: Yeah. Now, go ahead. No, no. Yeah. And that's a big thing too. You know, it's been a lot of... there's been a lot of Twitter action in the uh-huh. Lightweight division. Twitter things. And, 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 and not enough, you know, uh, ring Real action. action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. we'll see what happens, but go ahead, man.
1: Yeah, and then also, let's take it another step, and you have a Bud Crawford versus Sean Porter. By my <laughs> estimation, if I had to make a prediction right now, I think Errol Spence moves up, or he targets Ugas. He figures out some way to get that Ugas fight, but I think after the Bud versus Porter fight, the big fight we get in the spring is that other young Clearwater native who's over here low key chilling with his feet kicked up. Yeah. Who everybody's wondering time, where is Keith? One time, one time Thurman. Hey. and I think it sets up for a huge fight with another step up for Bud uh, going against Keith Thurman in the spring. So I, I think that's another one. Uh, with that fight is setting up that major fight next year. I will
0: say this, and I'll say this, and I, I I had my feelings about this back in 2018 and whatnot when I think it was Keith Thurman Fine came back and uh, was it Jose Zito Lopez he fought when he came back? Yeah, I believe uh, it was Jose Zito Lopez. And he yeah. looked, you know, he dominated, but it was like everybody's like, eh. And then I said to you, I said if Pacquiao's going to beat him, he has to fight him. He has to be the next fight. Mm-hmm. And I thought Thurman is playing right in Pacquiao's hands. If he fights him right after that fight, it's not going to end well. Like I, even though it was a close fight, I, Pacquiao pulled it out. Mm-hmm. Right, and I will say he needs to be in the ring. At least right one good time uh-huh. before he go ahead and hop <laughs> into that <laughs> if, fire with the crawford, fire. right? P- yeah. Porter, yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm excited to see really how all the cards just play out. You know, there's really no more stalling. There's, you know, thank god it looks like COVID's receding, and 2022, 2022 will be more of a uh, year that restores normalcy. You know, everybody's kind of already. Trending there. Some of us have already been there. If your name is Aaron Rodgers, but um,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Got but cool, um, man. yeah, it, it, it's really no excuse for these big, big matches. Mm-hmm. I, I, man, I I think 2022 is going to be a heck of a year. Fury returns, mm-hmm. we're gonna get Usyk Joshua, um, Jared Anderson. He also has a fight, I think it's under on the um uh Loma Comey card. So he's gonna finish out the year and he should be back. And at some point he's gonna be stepping up competition. And Ruiz is gonna be back. There's talk about him and uh Deontay Wilder. And, and so we're going to see I think a 2022 that's a throwback, right?
1: Well go ahead. Yeah, and, and I'll I'll throw this in there too uh boxing fans. I won't uh want y'all to know that this Saturday night, a sneaky good fight. <gasps> oh yeah Jaime Moon Versus Gabe Rosado. Oh yeah, and, that's gonna and I, and I mentioned that fight because not only does that fight have the potential to be another fight of the Year candidate, but let's say Jaime Moon A lot of people forget when Jaime was first up on the come up and he was a young buck. Everybody was trying to rush him into a fight with Triple G. Triple G. Yep. Everybody like Nah. He don't want that. Nah. Yep. Let Jaime Moon uh, slowly roll his way up. And so if he wins that fight on Saturday and then you have Triple G finally making his return, I believe over in Japan, All I right. think right before the new year, yep. everybody keep your eyes on finally seeing... Because Canelo not giving him the trilogy. I'm sorry. He ain't yeah, there was trilogy. rumors about that. Yeah, year. yeah he ain't giving them the trilogy. But everybody keep your eyes set on in the spring, a major showdown between Triple G versus Jaime Munguia. Yeah, that's... You know, um, Jaime mugia he he got his
0: title off of uh Saddam Ali, I think was his first title. Um, I mean completely wiped buddy out. Um uh it, and if it wasn't his first title, it was his first ma- major opponent. Uh Saddam Ali, I think just came off a victory, um a retirement fight for for Miguel Cotto. and he blew that guy out the water. So um Jaime, Jaime Mugia is definitely not a young fighter that you should overlook, man. Big power, big big chin. Um, very, very much the Mexican style fighter, which is always gives exciting fights. So, and speaking of, you know, let's not, I, I don't want to end, end off without really giving Canelo his flowers, man. You know, like I, we we talked, but we we ask the tough questions that should be asked. You know, nobody right, likes right, drug right. cheats and we're not saying that's exactly what I, I'm. I want to know. I'm like, what's your secret,
1: man? What's yeah, your secret? Yeah, yeah, so, and, all, and all I'm saying again, salute to, because I still uh, like Canelo Alvarez as a fighter. I do believe he. Yeah, is yeah, an he's a talent. Uber, talented. I'm just, I'm just, again, this is to any fan because I know, I know y'all out there. Y'all, oh lurking. man, you know how many thumbs down we got? You know <laughs> mean? I I know y'all out there, y'all lurking because I know they defend Canelo at all costs. Yep. But my simple question that I have to you is JD of Boxing TV. Before you drop that, make sure you in the comment section, you explain yourself as to what other fighter this quick only a couple years later could test positive steroids every top pound for pound and that's all and I just got be said. knocking people out right? But exactly. you know what let,
0: let, let, let us stop criticizing man
1: he's like i said earlier
0: canelo never disappoints we love canelo um y'all might not always like us but hopefully y'all love us like we love y'all like we love y'all this is boxing vibes tv man and shout out to the boy superman q out there grinding Uh he'll be back with us we'll be back in full effect giving you the best box analysis on youtube spotify stitcher you name it we do that we We out of here